Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Y'all, good morning. Happy Monday. Uh, my coworker beat me to work this morning. First time in a month or, or more. Okay, anyway, let's move on. Did you guys have a great weekend? I had a spectacular weekend. It was nice. and uh, But we're back to reality now. Not that my weekend wasn't reality, because it was. Uh, but I was listening to Breitbart News Daily on the way into work today, as I always do. Mike Slater is back after being absent for a whole week. Uh, you know, he just got this job recently, earlier in the year, probably summertime, uh, taking the place of Alex Marlowe, who decided to step down. Why? I don't know, but he did. Alex Mar- Marlowe is still there, but he has decided to uh, put his in- put his focus and everything on Breitbart News, because he is the editor-in-chief, I believe, anyway. So Alex Marlowe, I mean, uh, Mike Slater took over for him. He was absent for a whole week there. And Brett Winterbull had filled in for him. Anyway, I'm getting way off track here. I was listening to Breitbart News, and uh, Mike Slater was talking about the events of that everything that's happening in the world. And he said, really, this is nothing new. He said, it seems like the world is on fire and while it, you know, it is happening, he said, this is nothing new. He said he always takes comfort in looking back in history. And he's right about that. He also quoted a chapter from, uh, I can't pronounce it, from the Bible, Ecclesiastics. Is that correct? Uh, I'm going to have to go look at that, but he quoted something from the Bible from Ecclesiastics about how what's been will come again and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, all you have to do is look back in history and the, and everything that we are seeing and reading about in the news has happened before. Everything. There is nothing new that is happening here. And he's right about that. And my whole 56 years of being on this planet Earth living in the United States, growing up in the United States, um, I have been living a sanitized version of life. Thankfully, uh, you know, I always, now that I am seeing and witnessing, not witnessing with my own eyes, but hearing about it, reading it on the news, what has happened, I was having a hard time coming to grips with it. And, but Mike Slater is correct. This has happened before. It's going to happen again. Our civilization, our people being, you know, civil, civilized to each other. This is new. This is all new. He said that human beings in general are, you know, barbarian, barbarians. We're, we're barbaric by nature. And it's only been recently that we have been tamed and civilized. And he's right about that. He's right. Anyway, I want to move on to some stories here. Well, before I do that, he also brought up another good point about how... I don't know... I don't under... Well, anyway, I'm going to tell you what he was talking about, about these beheadings. This is nothing new. It's been... Not that it justifies anything, because it does not. Uh, 
but he also compared it to the um the Native Americans here in the United States before, you know, we came over and took over the land, whatever, conquered it and took over the land. But they uh, used to scalp people. And he said the reason they scalped people because it was easier to carry around the scalp than the whole head. So, again, all of us barbarians, barbaric, hideous people. We've only, it's only been recently we, that we have been tamed into civilization by the grace of God. Anyway, uh, moving on to some news stories here on my X feed. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. We had a great X space yesterday with something that Jason Owings and from Lower Road Radio and myself, we co-host. Uh, we do that every Sunday at 3 o'clock Central, so please join us. All right. Cruise ship fall left Virginia woman fearing she was going to die in foreign hospital, daughter says. We talked about cruise ships yesterday on the X space about how people, this person, this couple, whatever, decided to sell their New York City apartment and just go live on cruise ships for their retirement. And it's happening more and more. I know when we went on our honeymoon in 2008, we met a lot of people who were doing exactly that. They just lived on cruise ship to cruise ship uh, in their in their elderly years. So why not? Anyway, but this woman, after taking a fall on a cruise ship, sustaining fractures to her hip and elbow, a 64-year-old Virginia woman spent nine days stranded in an Indonesian hospital whose staff admitted it was unequipped to treat her injuries, her daughter said. Carnival Cruise staff aboard the Luminosa determined that Denise Hammond would need surgical intervention beyond its capacity after taking x-rays on board. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Four days later, Hammond was transported to the hospital in Manando. Anyway, that's a long story if you want to go read that over there on my uh, Twitter feed, on my X feed. Although Hammond was given a solo VIP room at the hospital, Matthews said the hospital conditions were just really atrocious in terms of cleanliness. Nothing you'd expect from a hospital in America or other parts of the world. Well, there you go. See, we are sanitized. We are san- We are living a sanitized version of life. Aren't you grateful? You- yes. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's go to the last paragraph and see if anything... Uh, she's obviously okay, but... Uh, Let's see. My mom's body was faced, has faced incredible stress and life-threatening danger due to this long and unacceptable delay in medical treatment. Uh, uh, you know, they talked, she tried to get her mom's, or she tried to get her transported and it was going to cost her tons of money. Um, it's just not a good story at all. Anyway, you can go read that over there. Let's see. Open borders and all. FBI director warns of rise in terror threats against Americans. Potential copycat attacks on U.S. soil. Y'all, this should be frightening. This is the FBI. I know y'all don't like the FBI. I know we don't like the FBI. But here he is admitting that the uh, terror threats against Americans here on U.S. soil is, is bound to happen. Okay? So just be prepared. 
The head of the FBI is ominously warning there is a rising number of terror threats against the U.S. and that the biggest concern involves potential lone wolves pulling off Hamas copycat attacks here. Okay, they want to put that gently to you by using the word copycat and lone wolves. But uh, no, it's going to be more than that. Agency Chief Christopher Ray, 56. Why do they have to put his name in there? I mean, his age, urged law enforcement to be extra cautious about ripple effects. Ripple effects, okay? Notice these languages. Notice the language. Ripple effects. It doesn't sound so bad, right? From the raging Israeli-Palestinian conflict during an address at the International Association of Chiefs of Police Annual Conference in San Diego, History has been witness to anti-Semitic and other forms of violent extremism for far too long, he said, according to the FBI transcript. We remain committed to continue confronting these threats. So, uh, yeah, so imagine that. The FBI director did not divulge any specific domestic threats that the Bureau may be grappling with directly stemming from the war, but rather issued the broad warning. Well, yeah, uh, we've had open borders for nearly three years. Have you not seen the footage of male men, single male men coming over here, pouring through our borders, open borders, wide open borders invited by Joe Biden. So, yeah, I am not surprised. I'm going to this next one. Oh, my gosh. This next one is gross. Nebraska funeral worker fired after using... This is a, I'm sorry, this is a Jeffy. This is probably a Jeffy. I'm sure he's going to cover this on chewing the fat. All right. Nebraska funeral worker fired after using sex doll of dead man. He was tasked to collect. These headlines, people need to work on these headlines. <laughs> okay. Nebraska funeral worker was busted last week after he had sex with a life-size doll that belonged to the dead man he was tasked with transporting, police said. Ryan Smith, age 41, was arrested Friday on charges of burglary, criminal trespassing, and tampering with physical evidence and was promptly fired from his Omaha mortuary gig. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, wow. Just the way they write this article. Oh, Smith became smitten with the doll after spotting it inside the Rock Creek Apartments unit. He and a colleague were dispatched to collect the body of a man who died a natural death, according to the court documents. Uh, the pair were working on behalf of Mid-American First Call, a company that removes, transports, and bombs and cremates bodies. Later that day, Smith allegedly called the property manager and claimed the Sarpy County Sheriff's Office was sending him back to the unit to collect the doll so it could be swabbed for a biopsy, a bizarre request that was immediately shot down. <laughs> the creep decided to help himself and somehow weaseled his way back into the dead man's apartment, officials alleged. The manager stumbled upon the disturbing scene. Oh, my. Oh, no. The manager stumbled upon the disturbing scene while investigating noises coming from inside the unit, which was deadbolted and locked with a chain. 
Oh, hold on a minute. Hold on. Okay, sorry. I had to blow my nose because uh, I'm just having some hay fever attacks here. Okay. <sighs> Let's see. Smith then allegedly walked out with his clothing disheveled and warned the manager he would return with a warrant for the doll. The threat proved ruinous for Smith. The manager called the police and reported the fiasco, saying he was worried the funeral worker the funeral worker would return to break in break in and steal property from the apartment. Oh, I'm gonna let y'all go finish reading that one. Good gracious. Barbarous, I'm telling you we are barbaric animal like people. We've only been recently tamed and civilized. There you go. Oh, and what is the deal with the the conservative pundits out there? going at each other we've got megan kelly and candace owen going at going at each other on twitter then jason whitlock decides to jump into it what is happening goodness everybody's just having hissy fits and arguments with each other now it's it's not good we're coming apart we are coming apart all right the question of the day let's see I need to come up with a question of the day. All right, hold on. Okay, what was your favorite part of the weekend for you this past weekend? What was your favorite part of your weekend? Mine was obviously getting the grandbaby on Sunday. Uh, that was my favorite part. Saturday was very enjoyable for me as well because I did absolutely nothing. I did absolutely nothing except well, I watched The Golden Bachelor. A co-worker of mine had, had asked me if I was watching it. And I don't normally watch reality shows or anything like that. Um, but so I decided to watch The Golden Bachelor because she was talking about it. And it sounded interesting. I'm like, okay, I've got nothing else to do. Let's watch The Golden Bachelor. I am hooked. I am hooked. It's, it's so... I don't even know how to describe it. It's so bizarre. It's, I don't know. The guy, the bachelor, the golden bachelor, he's 71. His name is Gary, I believe. He seems super nice. Um, a little effeminate for my liking, but, um, he's very good looking for 71 years old. I'll tell you that. But these, there's an, and there's a wide away, a wide variety of women that he, that is on the show that I guess he helped choose to be on the show. Uh, and it's, it's kind of, it's cringy, but not, I don't know. It's just bizarre to watch these people in their 60s and 70s trying to find love and kissing. And it's like, oh, because, you know, they go on little dates and they, you know, have little makeout sessions. I don't know that I like that or not, but not makeout sessions, but they do show them kissing. And it's like, oh, I have to turn away. <laughs> anyway, um, it's interesting so far. All right, what was your favorite part of your weekend this weekend? Mine was having the grandbaby, of course. Okay, gotta go. Thanks for listening. Bye. What's that? Who pays your salary? What's that? Who pays? What's that? We're not a democracy.